Are you my podcast? 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 Mary Radzinski. Sarah Colonna. Oh, hey. hey. What are you doing? Hey, girl. I'm just talking to you, you know, just a little Thursday podding with my girl. Just a little a little Thursday podding. I like it. I like, I'll be honest, I know Married at First Sight's over, but we're not, and I don't think I could handle a Thursday without you. Oh, yeah. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, doing all, all this other fun stuff. We have a really fun podcast today. We got some, I mean, we have to, there's some Kevin Costner news that I just really had to discuss with you. Oh. And then there's, uh, we're going to talk about Too Hot to Handle because, <laughs> because Mare Bear has yeah. never seen it before. And I suggested it to her and now she's not okay because she watched a few episodes of the new season. I'm not okay. I have a lot of questions and I, I was so mad at you <laughs> when I started watching it. And then I just wanted to book a flight to sit on the couch and stare at you and make you give me answers. I just I, I need you to give me a little background for somebody who never watched that show before. And also, are people really fucking like that in the world? Do they exist? Is this real? Is this reality? T- I have so many questions. I know. I do, too. Um before we get into it real quick, just don't forget to join our Patreon where we will do more nonsense, uh, $7 a month, and you get four, every every Sunday you get a fresh Patreon-exclusive episode with just a bunch of topics and games and nonsense, and we have so much fun. It's totally worth your $7. When Married at First Sight is back, then we do overtime on Thursdays for no extra money, so that's also included in your $7. If you're Married at First Sight watch, watcher, we do bonus content. And it's super fun. I mean, we have a nice time over here. Yeah, we have a nice time. Check it out. Very large back catalog. <laughs> Lots. To, I mean, at this point, I mean, this is our life's work. I know. <laughs> including including um, on the Thursday episodes. If you're new here, uh, you should just uh, go back and listen to some shit. Mary, talk to me uh, about it is like this is why I was excited that you said you've never seen Too Hot to Handle because out of all the reality shows, this one, when someone's never seen it before, I think, because I've watched all the seasons, and I say that with such disgrace and also pride at the same time. Um, <laughs> and even, and every time I'm like, are you guys really, you really can't control yourselves. You really can't. You have, you're so horny, as a lot of them have accents, which is my oh. favorite part. Um, oh, you're, I, <laughs> You're so I, horny that you can't control yourself for for not it's not even 15 minutes. I mean, some of these people get told 200 I, grand is on the line and then they just start pawing at each other 15 seconds after that that cone turns off which she never does. I I I just have so many questions and I know I'm going to sound even more like Aunt Nana than I normally do, okay? So you're telling me, so this is the fifth time the fifth year or season. whatever fifth time this has shown up fifth season on netflix <laughs> listen to me oh my I'm already fucking it up. listen <laughs> stop it okay i i okay i need to know so you've watched every single one of these each one is the same in that they are it's like a fake reality show for these fucking hot <laughs> yearning 
people yeah. and then they take sex away from them. So that's the same premise. So do they always let them know early on through this the voice of a cone, which that wasn't. Uh, that was sort of weird for me. Well, I think because so because now they're familiar, like most of these people have probably heard of Too Hot to Handle or whatever. So when they uh, see the cone, they're like, oh, no, I'm, the only oh, one. No. <laughs> I'm on Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> That's right. Just if you're new, you're or oh, no. Oh, no, I'm her. <laughs> That's um, um, we that, by the way, is not how anyone talks. Uh, it's just our it's a, a joke from watching right at first sight Australia. But anyway, it's yeah. So I and listen, if I could tell you everything about the past four seasons, then that would actually be bad, I think. So once I watch, I usually oh, forget everything about the people on it and what happened. But it's the same. Premise, oh, yes. It's the same. Right? Like the idea. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. yeah, they fool them. So imagine they don't tell them until they're there that they uh, can't have sex. So they thought they were on that. This this season, it was like a over it was called something overboard, love overboard or something that they thought they were oh, on. Yeah. yeah. Big ass yacht. Yeah. They thought they were on like below deck penetration, basically. Oh, <laughs> by the way, that sounds like a, a, a pilot. I wish you would write. I, 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 you know me and I listen, I'm not like a huge prude. I'm probably like a vulgar truck driving you know, whatever. I'll talk about anything. The number of times these people say the word horny. <laughs> I come from a place where every time you say the word horny, an angel gets its wings ripped off one by one. <laughs> and there's there's no reason to tell anybody you're ho- I'm horny. Are, have you ever in your life, other than trying to be funny, just like, oh, I'm so <laughs> horny right now. I would rather tell people I'm eating month-old yogurt or I shit my pants. I'd be more comfortable being like, you know, I just soiled myself. I'm going to have to go home and change. And I'm, oh my God, I can't, you guys, I'm so horny right now. I like can't, I can't, I can't stop rocking back and forth on this chair. I am so horny. Are people, do people, okay, outside of this, I'm really <laughs> no, fired I'm up. I'm so happy because that is one of my favorite things about it that also makes me crazy because I, listen, I'm real hot for my husband, right? I love, we have sex. We have a very nice sex life and he loves it when I tell people that. Um, and, but I don't, I, I don't even think I could look at him and say to him, I'm just so horny today without just I, like dying. Without cry yeah, laughing. Yeah. I, I mean, in a, I don't want to act like I'm just this, you know, clutching my pearls. My favorite position is penetration. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I just, and then, I mean, there's just so much to it where, okay, I have to ask you this. In the scene at the end where they, where it's, it's revealed that it's the show and they're going to not be able to have sex. The cone there, Alana or whatever the name is, Lana. shows up, mm-hmm. rolls up. Show some respect. Uh, put some respect on your lips sorry, for Lana. Sorry, Lana. All right, Lana. So Lana drops the hammer and says, you know, they're now aware of what show they're actually on. The one guy, Trey, started, was he really <laughs> crying? <laughs> it. He, I mean, there were real tears, Sarah. I know. And I know, I do understand that a lot of the people that come on the, the, the shows, especially these, are looking for high Instagram followers. They're looking for Ugh. something else to go. They don't realize, and I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but they're not re- really going into it realizing. And then I'm, I'm saying there's always some standouts. There's always some, some someone always, 
is is around for a while afterwards. I'm not taking that away from anyone, but for the most part, especially for when like this, where, where people don't get, it's not as if they're invested like The Bachelor and the turnout. And I mean, it's so right, ridiculous right. that for on this show, for the most part, I it's 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 basically it's it's not probably leading to much for you. And and hey, if I'm wrong, good on them, right? Um, but my point is, I love how delicate you are. <laughs> that if anybody happens to find true love, you're not shitting no, on it. No, <laughs> I just mean I don't <laughs> on a yacht. Yeah, I don't think that they're. I, I doubt they're coming on thinking they're going to end up in a in a uh, a blockbuster summer movie or something. Right? It's like I right, think they're right. kind of like this is going to be fun. I'm pr- I'm probably going to get some hot, solid Instagram followers. I'm going to bang people and then lose money, which is like that part does uh. not sound fun and. So my, I guess this is a long way of saying, I do think that guy must've been really crying because I'm just assuming that he can't cry on cue unless someone takes. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's probably not like a method actor who'd been like waiting for that moment. It was just like, he dug deep into his asshole of all the sad moments in his life. And he was like, this is it. Waterworks. <laughs> what if he is though? What if he's like, a, a, like some, you know, oh. Broadway performer I don't know about, but. Uh, no, I, Ugh. it is, it is by far my favorite part for the, the fact that, I mean, the, okay, so they have to split up the money and I'm not going to even try to remember how exactly that works. Um, but it's who's left, I think, or maybe who doesn't, well, so, it doesn't really matter. The point is if you cannot right. keep it, your shit together, I mean, if, especially when it's, I think that's because that's where everyone gets so mad because you're taking away from the pot. You're taking away from the pot, right? Like, and it's okay. like everyone's yeah. supposed to, um, I should probably, you, you just keep going. I should probably look up exactly how the prize goes just so we can sound like we know what well, we're talking about. I will say, well, you know, I half-ass everything. I mean, I had one eye, one eye on the TV and one hand <laughs> down my pants at one point. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I, I, when they first mentioned the $200,000, my little pea brain that wasn't aware of this show in the past thought, oh, whoever is, you know, celibate throughout this journey gets all the 200000 I didn't realize right away that it they all that, that they all played a part in it so that they would, you know, they could leverage each other, get mad at each other. So they're kind of all responsible right. it, to keep that amount of money. Yes. Yeah, right? Um. The winners of Two Out to Handle are those that have achieved growth and spiritual connection. So in in season one, there were 10 winners. So, but that's not how season two, there weren't as many. I think season four, there were only two, if I if I recall correctly. But so then if you think about that, you go, okay, well, then we could have split a hundred grand if it is something like that. Whereas also how do you prove growth and spiritual connection? <laughs> I mean, I know that the listeners can't, but I'm doing a jerk off motion right here. Just doing it because how do you prove that? Well, Lana decides. Okay. So she watches okay. them. Lana, she watched okay. the cone. It was a cone. Um, that's, uh, that's all <laughs> I'm going to be able to think about now, but thank you for anyone that uh, watches happy. Go I watched uh, No wedding singer. That's a wedding singer. It was a cone. Oh, remember when he's driving through Sandra. the parking lot and he's yeah. teaching him how to drive. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm sure I have some of the prize money shit wrong. Doesn't matter. But 
I understand that splitting it two ways is makes it more worth your while. But if you just keep chipping away at it and then you don't end up the winner, I mean, and you end up the winner, yeah. then you, I guess the winner wouldn't be the one who cares. It doesn't matter if you can't, if you're so, no, especially yeah. when they're like, I'm so horny, so horny, I'm so horny. And then they're like, and then, <laughs> and then they just make out. And I'm like, well, that didn't achieve anything. Not to, I, I love a good makeout sesh, but if it's not gonna, if I'm actually quote unquote horny, I need the makeout sesh to do oh, something else. Wash your mouth yeah. out. <laughs> I need the makeout sesh to actually lead to something that can make the that that feeling be relieved. You mean like scooting around on a carpet <laughs> like a dog that needs its glands? What I, I mean, listen, I okay. I, you know, I only watched a couple episodes and you know how I am. I sort of, I get embarrassed. I look away, you know, my attention span of a flea. How do they not like, so you're telling me you got all this money on the line. You got all these, these, these hot, you know, hot throbbing boners and everybody's just these viral, viral, I said viral. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to quit talking, but how, how do you, how does Lana know? That when they are sharing a bed, that they're not soaking all night long, or fingering themselves, or fingering each well, other. They can, or there's going into the ladies' room and and rubbing one out. You're, I don't, I don't. There, there's too many loops. There actually was one season where somebody rubbed one out in the shower, and Lana <laughs> found out about it. So Lana <laughs> sure did. So I don't really have the answers for you. There's obviously a lot of cameras and I don't, I mean, you would have to move. It's, it's hard to make a move in the bed with uh, that, that would be at all gratifying without anyone noticing, you know, because, but even if you, cause even if you got, you can't even make out. So it's not like you can fake, like you're just on top of each other kissing. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, no, but I mean, you, you know, the whole, when they said, oh, you can't, by the way, I think my mom is listening to these, um, episodes now i think you might be she's not gonna be i think you might hi mom um i think you might be overthinking it because have you as you've seen in the confessionals they tell right away what they did so they tell on themselves true true that's true too yeah so they're not they're They're like i know i wasn't supposed to but i couldn't help it she looks so hot and then i was so yeah so it's it's listen this isn't uh there's no uh we we can't rhyme or reason it. We can just sit back and enjoy. And I know you you probably uh, watched a call. I did watch all the first four episodes. So I think so. This is Thursday that this podcast comes out. So I think the new they drop more episodes on Friday. And when I say drop, I mean I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in front of my TV watching them. Panty, panty drop. drop. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I uh, and they left one with a cliffhanger because the cut. Did you see? So you didn't see season four when the new pe- the new people show up, and no. there was one couple. I'm not going to try to remember everyone's names. Too much going on in my brain right now. And I, uh, the the new people, a couple of new people showed up, and they go, were they were really allowed to go on dates, and they went on dates with people who were already coupled up. But on the date, Lana gives them a hall pass. So that they can have a makeout oh. sesh on the beach if they want, and one of them was basic. Literally, had just said to the, how much he really likes the girl that he's coupled up with, and this and that. 
And then he talked to a girl for 15 minutes on the beach and he was like, I can't resist. I got to throw, I got to use my hall pass and just cram. And they just crammed each other's tongues down their throats. And I just, can you oh. imagine if no. it were, it's, do you watch Temptation Island? And, and then we'll get out. I did in the okay, past. Yeah. First yeah. of all, their song is my favorite. The beginning of it, you know, when it's like, you're not going to tempt me. You're not going to tempt me. And then everyone's tempted within two seconds. I, I always say to John, they should rewrite that to be like, you're definitely going to tempt me. It's going to be so easy to tempt me. Oh, no, you just tempted me. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, send a letter. Send an email. They need to fix they it. They do. It, it. So it reminds me of that to where... And that one, I think people do get, there's some people that seem to actually be, I, I can't imagine ever thinking, there's some people that seem that they actually think they're going to go there and nothing's going to go wrong and they're going to leave the show and be a happy couple. And ooh, we just passed the ultimate test. And I don't think, yeah, I don't believe in that. I don't think the ultimate test is seeing if my partner and I can go on reality TV without, um, you know, uh, dry humping somebody. And then uh, it just... So I don't know that anyone's really on too hot to handle is obviously different because people aren't in relationships, but they're trying to be. So th their difference to me for them is like these people go in at 15 minutes later already. They can't stop, you know, figuring out if they're going to make out with someone else. And on Temptation Island, usually, usually they at least wait till like the second episode. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, I think for me, I am a little bit, call me old fashioned, you know, call me a romantic, a little bit of a traditionalist, but I like when there's a little bit of a, 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 a some banter, a little bit of a, you know, there's a little chemistry, a little bond. Like, I don't know their names either, but the one guy reminded me of like a Luke Wilson and Gary Busey had a real tall baby, <laughs> yes. you know, the one where she she like, liked him at first. And then she goes, the conversation's just not there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And here you got and then you got this British guy who is trying, I mean, real hard. He's got kind of a funny personality trying to woo her. And she's talking about him like he's got the bot, a dad bod. I mean, the guy's ripped his <laughs> shit. I, it's just crazy to me. It is very enjoyable TV. and. Talk about a guilty pleasure. I just, I want to know, is there another, I just want another word for horny. I, I, I know. Oh my God. I'm so horny. It is. So horny. I, I, I mean, if you ever said to me like, oh, Mary, I just, you know, John's out of town. I'm just so horny. I, I would close my laptop and be like this. We had a good yeah. one. No, no, thank I you. I agree. And, um, it really, it's, it's, um, I've, Oh my God, we got to do a drinking game every time they say horny. But I don't know if we could watch more than how many episodes we could watch. But every time they say horny, you take a shot. Can you imagine? Oh, well, that, that's what I was thinking. Drinking yeah. game. I would, it would be like that. What was that called when you do a shot a minute of beer power hour? I remember doing that in college and not making it to happy <laughs> hour. But I like that you would be blackout in an ambulance with by the second commercial. Yes. If there were commercials. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, well, if any of these oh. kids uh, end up hitting the sheets, which I'm sure they will and losing money, we would like to recommend to you <laughs> that the money that you don't win, um, the money that you have in your bank account that you don't win, use that to buy a pair of attitude sheets because we highly recommend these attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com. Now, 
they're clean bamboo. They feel like silk. We're extremely passionate about that. If we could be horny for sheets, we would be horny for these sheets. So just to use a little (laughs) hot word today, we love attitude so much. It's sustainable bedding. This is one reason that we love them. Obviously, the fact that it's non-toxic bamboo fabric, uh, free from harmful chemicals, better for you and for the planet, which we really like. And they are comfortable as you can even possibly dream. Mary, I know you love them too. You know, I would never say I'm horny for anything, but I will <laughs> say I'm horny for attitude sheets. Okay. I will put it out there. I wake up rested and energized. And it's mainly my main favorite thing about these sheets. Not only are they buttery soft, they're gentle on my hair and skin. They keep me cool. I don't sweat at night. And that was a huge problem for me before I found attitude. And I absolutely recommend them. I love them. I buy them for friends and family. They're the best. True. And we do, obviously, we say this from personal experience because they sent us some and then we have since then purchased for others. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. And then enter code my podcast at checkout for $25 off your first order. E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. My podcast at checkout for $25 off and you get 30 night risk free to return them. So you got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Um, Yeah, that was fun. I knew it was going to be fun to talk about Too Hot to Handle with you. I I knew. Did I Mark mean, watch it with you? I forgot. Your your lover? No. No, he didn't. He, uh, I told him I had work to do. I went upstairs. <laughs> Went upstairs in the bed. It was like, I got to work, you know, came, some podcast came work. Came down a little sweaty, did you? Yeah, sweaty, <laughs> one hand, numb. <laughs> yeah, it was. Now I'm going to have to watch the, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to watch the rest of the, I, I can't go back though. I can't go back seasons, but I can at least, I think I'm going to go forward. Okay. I think that's fair. I think, uh, I think. I think that works. You don't need, yeah, you don't need to go back and see what happened to other people because it's just not, it's not that, it's not that deep. Um, I am, I wanted to say too that I I know you have some dates to say. I'm going to be in Kansas City at the Comedy Club Club of Kansas City, August 10th through 12th. Um, And then I'm going to be at my, um, at my, I like to call it my home club, um, Tacoma Comedy Club, because obviously John and I spent a lot of time in, in Washington. Anyway, September 14th through 16th at Tacoma Comedy Club. You can get all of that at sarahcolona.com. What you got, girl? I will be at the Louisville Comedy Club August 25th through the 27th. And then I'll be rolling into uh, the Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. Is that how you say it? Indianapolis. Oh, my God. Indianapolis helium. Okay. September 1st and 2nd. It is Labor Day weekend. Sorry, I did not just have a stroke. <laughs> and then Raleigh um, at Good Nights in October. All the dates are on my website, maryridzinski.com. Check that out. There we go. Okay. I also really wanted to talk to you about Kevin Costner's divorce. Now, I it's not that I'm keeping up with this. This is just something... The reason I wanted to talk about it was because it keeps getting escalated. And I sent you the other day, a couple of days ago that came out just at the beginning of this week, um, that his his wife is barred from taking her Peloton and her mother's dresser from his Santa Barbara <laughs> compound for now, a judge ruled, which I'm like, just let the girl, I mean, you know how I feel about a Peloton, by the way, who is not a well, sponsor, I, but boy, do I love my Peloton. And I was like, that's, I was going to, yeah, that's, 
I was going to call you out and say, I don't think you could give a rat's dick about <laughs> Kevin Costner or his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife. Once you saw that he was holding the Peloton from her, that's when you became invested. It's- I absolutely believe that. I, it's true. First of all, it, listen, I understand, and I don't know the ins and outs, okay? So I'm not here. There's podcasts that are very good about like pop culture and go deep, and we're not, we're just, t- we just like to, to, to chit chat, okay? So I'm not 100% sure all the ins and outs. I, I know that he suspected that she had been planning this for a while because she had been charging stuff to credit cards that like, from people that work in their mansion or something. And she bought a car and they never buy cars. They always lease them, but all of a sudden she bought one and didn't tell them. So he, it felt like she was plotting an exit. So I don't know, obviously, if it's, be, if who's, I, I don't give a shit who's at fault or it's none of my business. Well, see, I sort of do. There Sarah. you go. Get I in did there. Some read, I, I did some reading up. And again, we don't fact check. I'm not claiming. Talking shit is just a hobby of mine. Okay. I have no idea. I'm sure they're both going to be fine. But it, I was, I wanted to ask you, do you see a fault in this? This does not feel like a no fault divorce. It seems to me, after some reading, and this is just, again, full speculation. I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground, but that the guy that was living in one of their, one of Costner's houses or near there, whatever, like renting from him, there was a little murmur that possibly there was something more than a friendship with him and his oh, with him wife. And, oh, no, no, with, him, with the wife and that guy. With the wife. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah not, Ka- not Kev. I mean, that'd be fun too, but yeah, no. Um, okay, I didn't read that one because I, I did say, I did read that he has been saying that he's, blindsided. It's not what he wanted. Um, and that, uh, or maybe it was like a, a source that said that. So who knows, but it, it, it seemed from what I'm reading, it seems as if she was the, she did file. Right. So she was probably, mm-hmm. she's the person. Mm-hmm. So, and then there was something about his Yellowstone filming and there, I, I mean, please don't, I mean, if they had to get a divorce just so I could get another season of that, well, RIP to their marriage. Cause you know, I got to get my, my Yellowstone in, even though I guess he's, I, I know. think he's leaving soon, but. I, and I, I think she's to blame for that. <laughs> could you imagine just, we just pin it on her. It's his, yeah, it is. It's his fifth and final season. I said that, but it, and apparently that led to a lot of problems between, but I guess to me, I, I there was a prenup, and I read she she wanted to take a bunch of stuff out of the house. However, they 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 have a prenup to where there were certain things that she's not. It's not community property for them. They have a whole prenup to where I don't know the details, obviously, but things are laid out now. If, listen, let her have her mother's dresser, okay? Unless it's full of your clothes. Yeah. Like, I like, mean, you know, make sure she takes all yeah. your shit out of it first, but let her have her mother's dresser. Um, let her have her Peloton. You are. The, the, I think the reason this story fascinates me, it's, there's so much, they have so, he has at least, I don't know the details of how that works for them after the, after a prenup, but the, so much money. That yeah, unless she really was in there taking shit out that she shouldn't have been, which ha- it has been claimed that she was, and she's saying no, that's not what I did. I only took my clothing and jewelry and toiletries and handbags. But according to their rules or whatever, 
that's my legal term. He, he, she's not supposed to take anything that could possibly be both of theirs. And she was doing that. And I guess the Peloton is one, but just like, just let her have a Peloton and buy another one. I guess that's my point. They could see. So Sarah, this, this is where I immediately smell a rat and call bullshit because it's not about the money. It's clearly not about the Peloton. It's not about the mom's dresser. Fucking he is, he's going, he's, sticking it in where it hurts. You know, she probably loves her Peloton as much as you do. He's trying to be an inconvenience to her. And I believe, and again, I have nothing that warrants any truth. It is because he is heartbroken. He does not want to end the marriage. And it's because she was, uh, she was horny for the name. So, okay, I'm reading this. So it says rumors about the neighbor in then reading this from an us magazine thing, you know, only the top quality. Um, (laughs) It said that in June of 23, Baumgartner or his, what's her, I don't know her first name, allegedly hooked up with her and Costner's former tenant, Daniel Starr, who previously resided in a home on their Santa Barbara property. Um, This guy, Danny Starr, told uh, TMZ that rumors were absolutely not true and he was just a guy who paid the rent. However, then Mayor Bear, a.k.a. Angela Lansbury, (laughs) a.k.a. that's an old reference, went on to see see that Star explained that he cut the he cut the lease early. He vacated the premises in March of 2023 despite having a contract through June of 23 because he quote had to move on. Why, Dan? Oh. Why'd you have to move on? Because you broke up a fucking marriage <laughs> while Kevin Costner's out there making my favorite show and now you ruined it. Wow. I Sorry. hope you never run into that guy. I mean, can you imagine the wrath? Yeah. yeah. I, well, see, I didn't know any of that. So this is why I really enjoy and people are probably listening like, yeah, we already knew that. That's fine. Now you heard it from us in a different way and with less facts yeah. and more passion. But um, yeah, <laughs> that should be the that should also be the name of our podcast. Less facts, less more facts, passion. more passion. Yeah. I just so because she yeah, she filed in, I think, April or something. I it's just I agree. It's not about the money. That's the thing. That's because obviously if he could, if it was at all not uh, so contentious, he would be like, take the Peloton. I'll go order another one. Heard the company could use the business. I'll throw him the 1250 or whatever it is, you know, and um, maybe I'll even pay it off in installments, he would say, but probably he'd just buy it on the spot. He'd (laughs) He might. I was gonna say maybe he's he's just you know he's got all the money because he's smart with it. He like you know he's might be an install. <laughs> he might be a might have been a layaway guy back in his day. Isn't paying it off if you have the money the better thing to do? I don't. Yeah, yeah it would be. I mean that's why you know I'm saying if I'm you had the money. Not, not yeah. Yeah. No, it is, Sarah. I don't. I don't know how to let things land. I just know how to ruin jokes that you're making well the I, reason so I, she, I guess part of the thing was he was saying that she had been trying to take stuff out and then she says no I only took my personal stuff he says no you took some shit you weren't supposed to so then they go to the judge and they go you got to stop her from taking anything except her toiletries <laughs> and whatever and so and and so all of a sudden it was, you can't touch the pots and pans. That was in one article that they were like, yeah. Yeah. That came up a couple of <laughs> times. He must really be territorial about his cooking. Listen, it, maybe he's Tools. a really good cook. Maybe. Yeah. She says she wanted, yeah, she wanted family heirlooms, clothing, her Peloton bike, gifts from friends. 
Um, she's like, one of the gifts from friends is all the stuff that he ever bought me. Um, but yeah, we were friends once. <laughs> I guess because so it says there's a premarital agreement between the couple and she's challenging it ahead of the scheduled trial. So she wants to change. She wants to challenge. I don't understand getting a premarital agreement and then trying to challenge it. Does that work? I don't know anything about this. So does it work? Can you, will people actually overturn something if you actually signed off on it? Now, I'm glad you asked me, Sarah, because I have absolutely no fucking idea. (laughs) But I would say certainly not in a situation when Okay, I'm making making things up in my little heart. I would hope that maybe they could overturn it if somebody wronged them. Right. You know what I mean? Or if there was something like he was uh, there were some indiscretions that he was being accused of or maybe some adulterer, whatever the case may be. But I mean, right. Listen, Kevin, he's a looker, man. I mean, he's a handsome son of a bitch. That doesn't mean that he's not tough to live with. (laughs) You know, it doesn't mean that he doesn't you know, me, my mind when it comes to his pots and pans and he just, he's a little bit of a control. And I, listen, I, I've never been on vacation with him. I've never lived with him, but it sounds to me like this is her fault. And I, I'm going to stand by that. It, that it's her fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. she's required to pay a certain, uh, I think he's required to pay like 150 grand right now for child support. I could totally be wrong. For the kids. Up until, yeah. Yeah. It was around that. Um, and then and then she was saying that she didn't have enough money to move out of their mansion. That's why she wanted to stay. I it's just well, all seems and then very he, messy. he was gonna give her thirty grand a month to fi- for housing to find a place to stay in the meantime. But she still see, this is the thing. I do a lot of skimming. I don't do a lot of heavy like deep reading and in the skims the things that stood out to me were he really fucking wants his pots and pans <laughs> the other thing was is she doesn't want to leave like that they're like that's coming up over and over she doesn't want to leave doesn't want to leave but then that they did agree a judge agreed until they get everything kind of straightened out it was like around 150,000 he had to give her for the kids um but and it said that uh Costner in a separate filing in June of 23 said that she spends 60% of her child support money toward her own personal expenses, including a private trainer and $188,000 monthly on plastic surgery. I'm not, no judgment, but I mean, she's a beautiful lady who doesn't look like a, a Muppet. So I'm curious what she's getting done for almost 200 grand a, a month. month on plastic surgery. Yeah. That's what it says. I thought and that it, was I, mean, it, this I is, thought that was a one-time yeah. thing to be honest with you. If it's if it's if it's yeah. something that was 188 grand, I assume that would be a one-time procedure, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you're listening, let us know what you're getting done cuz I mean, well, I was going to say, I mean, I you know, you're tightening things up, you blowing things out. I mean, who knows? I I don't know. And I don't want to Google it because my search history is weird enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? The stuff I get in my spam mail is not cute as it is. I can't look up everything I'm curious about. I picture him. I I picture everything with Kevin Costner now like John Dutton. So I just imagine her coming home and him being like 188 grand on your face, huh? (laughs) And I and that's it. That's how oh, I picture it. That is yeah. 
That's the best. You did. This is the best impression. I, I, how does he not have a sore throat all the time? All the time. I don't know, but I love every second of it. I'm so horny. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess if he said that in that voice, that would maybe make me horny, but yeah, I, uh, I heard you want to ride your Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where are my pots? I don't know. I shacking up with Rip. (laughs) What? (gasps) Rip. Oh, talk about now it's. Wow. What a 180 I am experiencing right now because I almost just said Rip makes me so horny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a hypocrite. I told you this before, I think, but John gets so mad when I talk about when I say that Rip is hot. He's like, that guy. Uh, huh. like he gets, he never is like that. But for some reason, I don't know if it's because he knows oh, I'm from the so south, funny. and all of a sudden he's like, I'm Canadian. She's from the country. Maybe she should have been with a country guy all along. I don't know what he's. I don't know what's going through his head. But oh. it's the only person he gets mad about, and he gets. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's. Uh, he hasn't like John hasn't gone out and picked up any cowboy hats or anything recently has he no actually he did send me a photo one time in a cowboy hat and oh and (laughs) wasn't it like a weird yeah and i thought it was a joke he was in portland i forget why i gotta go back and find it and since and i'll throw it on patreon there's a if you we do put stuff like that on patreon by the way and you know just to go on top of your uh every sunday episode for only seven dollars a month uh Anyway, plug. So if I, I think I put it on there before, but anyway, I'll try to find it. But it was, I felt so bad because he, I'm talking about my husband for anyone that's curious. He sent me a photo of himself in a cowboy hat and he was, and he was smiling and I left back. I wrote back like a laughy face and he said, oh, do you not, you don't like it? And I thought, oh no, I thought, I thought, or no, no." I thought he knew it looked rather just didn't look right on. Oh. It wasn't his. He's. He, I've seen him in cowboy hats before. He looks great. This one in particular was. It was kind of. It sort of looked like a, a nun's hat mixed with like a flying nun's hat and mixed with yes a cowboy hat. And it just didn't. It didn't look right on him. And boy, did I feel ba- the backtracking I tried to do in that moment of like, no, I I meant, ha ha, you're you're a hot cowboy, <laughs> Sarah. Sarah, this story means so much more to me now because I need to know, did he send you this picture with the cowboy hat after you'd been sort of invested in Yellowstone and he knew how hot you were for Rip? Because if he did, I mean, because then then that's even worse. He's like, oh, let me, you know, try to probably because I think we watched most of that in 2020. And this is definitely over the past couple of years. So. Damn it, Sarah. Some sensitivity would be nice. You know, once in a while, he's trying to send you a picture, make you horny. I know. I'm the worst. I, (laughs) um, he did look very cute in it. I just didn't know that we were being serious. You know, that's all. Yeah. No, I hear you. Before I want to talk now. Okay. So I sent Mary this list. It, it, I just, it's from, it's the most overrated chain restaurants in the US according to the mashed staff so obviously this is off mashed and it was uh just a couple weeks ago they put this out and i really feel i i kind i just want to go through it with you because 
I'm passionate about something. You know my passion. I know your passion. I know my, my passion about something. And then we also found this story that just happened this week too of Bur- Burger King selling a sandwich with t- 20 slices of cheese on it. It's just a cheese sandwich. It's just the cheese from Burger King on hamburger bun, 20 slices. But before we get to that, because we're speaking of food, uh, don't forget that we have HelloFresh as an amazing sponsor. They have farm fresh pre-proportioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You don't have to go to the grocery store. They'll show up with all the food. Well, they don't show up, but the bag does. And it's America's number one meal kit. And they've also, uh, Green Chef and Every Plate is now owned by HelloFresh, by the way, with a wider array of meal plans to choose from. So there's different, they have different arms of this company and something for everyone. We like to switch between the brands. They also, HelloFresh does, uh, instead of just meals, you can also get add snacks, sides, and more stuff to your weekly order. So when you shop HelloFresh Market, you take a pick from your curated selection of over 100 items. It is seriously one of my favorite things about HelloFresh is the options. And for me, whenever I try to think about what to make for dinner, it's always the same old thing. But honestly, they offer 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you never get bored. You can always find something new. And for me, it keeps me from calling out for delivery. It is the answer for that me. Is, I was literally going to tell you the same thing because I've ordered less food from Postmates now yes. doing this because I'm not trying to figure out what to cook every night. And so it's really, really great. And that will save you money in the end too. So go to HelloFresh.com slash MyPodcast50. So HelloFresh.com slash MyPodcast50 and use code MyPodcast50 for 50% off, 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash MyPodcast50, code MyPodcast50 at checkout. So speaking of food. Yes. Speaking of food. I know that we have, I mean, I have spent way too much time talking about chain restaurants with you uh, via our podcast, but it is something we're both passionate about. I I will not pretend to be above um, uh, 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 an Applebee's experience. You know, I like to say Applebee's. I know it's my favorite. I heard a lady say that. And it's my favorite thing in the world. Well, before we get into the overrated chain ones, can we discuss this Burger King menu item? Oh, yes. It's tw- it, 20 slices of American cheese, no meat. They're calling it the real cheeseburger. Uh, it was uh, in Thailand that they, it's just on the menu there for now. And I guess they're testing the market. But it is, it looks so disgusting if you Google it because, and I love cheese and I love bread and I love a cheese sandwich, but nothing about the way that this thing looks put together, it looks good to me. Nothing about it. I don't know how you would ever like be able to open your mouth again. Like, I feel like it would just glue it shut. It literally, it's a nice, nice Burger King seated bun. You can't get mad at that. But then there... The, it's literally as Mark calls it plastic cheese. Like I picture like the velvet. It's, you know, just 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 a pile of melted plastic cheese. It actually doesn't and even I, look I like they took the wrappers off. It looks like those craft individual slices and they forgot to take the wrappers off. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, quick photo shoot. They just slapped him on there. I don't I actually think that like it's it, I, there you couldn't pull this off in the United States, right? Like, I mean, I feel I feel oh, like in Thailand, yeah, maybe they're like just making fun of us. 
You think? Uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised that it's not. It didn't start here. I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure there's probably high demand from people. Yes, you could put. Have you seen some of the shit at at, at restaurants at at fast food restaurants that have come up with? They, I mean, didn't they put like a hamburger inside a taco at one point? I, I don't know. Well, see, I'm not. I'm not up. saying they good. couldn't pull. It. Well, I was gonna say, or like roll up a pizza into a hoagie, or you know. But I'm not saying they couldn't pull it off because we're so health conscious here. <laughs> I'm saying because it literally is just 20 pieces of plastic cheese on a bun. It's like something I would do hammered when I got home from a bar in college and I like didn't have food. I would just like create things. And now and you now you I can mean? come home hammered and order it on Postmates from Burger King. Uh, See, I probably would. Yeah. Honestly, I if I saw this on the menu now, especially after we talked about, it, I'd be like, "It's research." <laughs> so to see if it's as bad as we said it was, <laughs> I mean, it feels like a, it feels like a, a, t- a colonic demands probably went up real high in the neighborhood around this well, Burger exactly. King. I don't know how you ever okay yeah. after this. It doesn't look right. No. No. And and also in the I mean it's a bargain. It says that this the sandwich was selling for $3.10, which was far less than the 1090 price tag on the more traditional cheeseburger with beef included. That cheese is tasty, but I would need some char-broiled Burger King meat to go with exactly. it. Exactly. That to me the the beauty of Burger King is the char-broiled meat patty. Yes. And patty. I just I just whispered the patty, the patty, the patty. I'm so horny mm-hmm. for the patty. Well, okay. Do you want to get into uh <laughs> I know I'm just staring at this thing, which we're really trying to see. Yeah. Let's get into this. I, 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 it seems like, so this was written in a way it's the most overrated chain restaurant. So this, the person writing it, Crawford Smith, um, he's got a real be in his bonnet well, that's, about these chain restaurants. So that's his pick. So it's from the staff. So the first, like, but, 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 but next to each restaurant is a person's name who that, and that's the okay. one that they claimed was. And they picked it. So Crawford okay. Smith picked Chipotle. Picked Chipotle. Okay. As, his, okay. As, as the most overrated, which I don't, I only ate at Chipotle one time. And granted, this was a long time ago. But they did not have white meat chicken, and I never went back because I <gasps> didn't like the fact that they didn't have white meat chicken. I don't like dark meat chicken; it gives me the willies for some reason. I don't like the oh. yeah. I, people say it's juicy or whatever. I don't know. It's just a mental thing. I understand. I'm still eating the same animal. I get it. You don't have to try to explain it. I'm not going to try to explain it to anyone. That's just what I prefer. Okay. And I, they didn't. I don't know if that's changed. I haven't cared. I didn't like it. I didn't like the beans. I didn't like anything about it. And I left and I never went back. But that was so many years ago. So tell me your argument for me to go back if you have the passion. Well, this is going to sound like uh, I'm making this up and I'm not on my everything important to me. I had a Chipotle burrito bowl today. Oh, did it have white meat chicken? I sure did. No, because I ordered pork. Okay. Pulled pork. And it was just a, a bowl and it had some rice in the bottom. It had some lettuce. I did put some beans in I there. I love a burrito so, bowl. Know. I think it's genius. That's yeah. a good way to eat. And it was delicious. A mm-hmm. little bit of little bit of sour cream and some, you know, some corn type salsa. And I mean, 
hey, it it hit the spot. It did the job. It was my lunch and I felt uh, satiated and it didn't break the bank. But, um, you know, I'm not going out of my way to find a Chipotle either. It's a convenience thing. Okay. I I used to really enjoy a, a, a burrito bowl from Baja Fresh, by the way, which I don't know if they're all gone, but all the ones Ooh. around me are gone. And so if they're gone, RIP, I, I loved you. The ones around me are gone. Oh, I never had that. Mm. Mm. They must have had white meat chicken. They did. And they had a lot of good stuff. Uh, the next one on here is one that I have. I've heard you bitch and moan yeah, about this. Yeah, in and out Burger. Okay. Christy, Kirsty Renee, that was her choice from the, the staff member that picked in and out. She thinks it's overrated. I agree. 1000%. Come at me. People get very passionate about this. I don't think the burgers are good. I think they're fine. I don't think they're awful. I, I wouldn't kick one out of bed, but I'm not going, I'm not waiting in the long lines and the, I'm not seeking it out. And I'm going somewhere else. If they're, if it's next to a Burger King, I'm going to Burger King. Really? Oh my God. I was just going to ask you that. So you would go to Burger King because you think the burger is better at a Burger King than it, than an in and out. That, is that what you're saying to me? It is, but also, okay. The fries. I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but no, the the fries. Oh. I the fries to me at In and Out. They say they're fresh. Uh, I, they're weird. They're soggy. They're not good. They. I've never enjoyed oh. the fries, not once. And it, like I said, okay. it's not as if I don't. It's not. A, I'm not above anything. It's just not going to be my first okay. choice. I'll be honest. And this will really gross people out. And maybe it's because I'm from Farmington, Arkansas, and I grew up eating Hardee's. Um, for free on my break when oh. I worked there. Maybe that's maybe my fast food palate just isn't as evolved as you Californians who seem to think that I need to always go to In and Out. Okay, even though I live here, but no, makes me I, mad at you guys because I'll I'll go right to a McDonald's instead. I sure will. Well, I think you and I we both blame it on the fact that we come from small towns that I have a gas station palate and I will scream it from the <laughs> rooftops. I see. Uh, if I didn't even scroll down this entire list, but I would take, okay, keep it together, Mary. As far as in and out goes, my in and out burger experience was when my brother lived in outside of LA and I would visit. I was trying to do keto. So I would get the, what are they called? Where it's like a lettuce wrap oh, yeah. burger, mm -hmm. the whatever, the protein style or animal, whatever bun free. And I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. And also because I was trying to restrict myself from eating things I loved, it tasted like heaven. So I almost am not sure if my perspective was tainted. Which and which place was that again? That that is in that is out. in and out. Yeah. Cause I feel like they were like oh, the first ones yeah. to do, right? The lettuce wrap. Yeah. I think they were. Yeah. I, I could and it be was wrong. The, but the, yeah. But there's a place actually here but, called Fat. There's a Fat Burger. I don't know if you've had. Oh, I've discussed Fat Burger with you before. Oh, you ordered it. Didn't you order sure. me Fat yeah, Burger? Yeah, I did. It was delicious. Fat Burger. It was so good. Yeah, fat Burger is yeah. real good. Uh, the next one, obviously, is Olive Garden. Brian Boone doesn't like Olive Garden, even though you're when you're here, you're family. I mean, you literally. I, I, I'm not going to get mad at an Olive Garden. I'm not going to get mad at an unlimited bread soup and 
salad with some breadsticks. And I have to say that there was um, Mark and I were driving by. <laughs> we were in South Jersey and there was an Olive Garden. There were all these police cars with their lights on in the in the parking lot. And I was like, turns out. How did I say it? Shit. I was like, turns out the soup and salad is limited. And we, boy, we laugh. You had to be there. And I'm sorry that I just said that right now, but I don't mind an Olive Garden. I My mom loves Olive Garden. Okay. She Does loves she? her Olive Garden. Now, I, again, I think it depends. I, my dad used to make RIP, daddy, love you. Um, oh, Daddy, ooh. we're talking about you. I hate saying Daddy. Yeah, I didn't mean. To I know I said sorry. it first, and I, didn't, I, I well, I and I copied you, and now I'm. Yeah, we're upset. both trying to take sorry. it back. Anyway, hi, yeah. Dad. He's laughing. Um, <laughs> he made the best homemade meat sauce, and so I have. I have a little bit. I actually got a good taste of like really good homemade Italian food kind of early on in my life. So I am a little bit more of an Italian food snob. However, if I'm, if, if I'm, I'm not, I I won't not fuck up an Olive Garden is what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. So that I I do feel the need to maybe throw a slight edit in to my passion behind Olive Garden. I'll be honest. I'm not going there for Italian food. I'm going there for the unlimited soup and salad, like the minestrone soup, the salad and the breadsticks for lunch. But I'm not going there for like a delicious, you know, authentic Italian lasagna. dish. I'm not going to. Yeah. La- lasagna for my birthday. No. I mean, that would be like, who did who, who did I offend if I find myself at an Olive Garden on my birthday eating lasagna? I would be mad, sort of. Only because I've been spoiled with really good Italian food, especially in Philly. But have you um, ever been to a Buca di Beppo? Buca di Beppo? Oh, yes. Ha- yes, I have. Well, in fact, Philly was the first one I ever went. Yeah. To. So I, I mean, I know those are all over too. My, I was at one a couple of weeks ago. I go, I usually, I tend to go once a year when my friend Michael Rosenbaum has his birthday party at Buca de Beppo because he loves, <laughs> he fun. has like this big room and a bunch of people go. And, but I always forget that they serve the most ginormous helpings of food. It's, you oh, can't. Is it family? It's it family is family style. style. But sometimes I forget, yeah. and then I because I remember one time I was by myself. John was out of town, and I went to it. This is maybe two years ago or something. But I ordered, and then I was sitting, you know, at a table. There's like a bunch of different tables of people, and someone was like, "Oh, do you want to share such and such?" I was like, "No, no, no, I'm good." And they looked at me like I was insane. And then my plate came, and I went I came, and I was like, "Oh, I see why you looked at me like that. This is for 15 people." <laughs> This is for a family of 10. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, that's that's where you got to have somebody sort of Sherpa you through the ordering experience. Yeah. Um, Taco Bell is on here as overrated. You love a Taco Bell, don't you? Well, I did, Mary. I did. And just to clarify, I don't eat fast food very often. Okay, so this is why I am picky. But when I have it, I want it to be what I love. And I had not had Taco Bell in probably a couple years until at some point last fall, I remember really wanting to order it and I hadn't had it in ages. Now I had it a lot in college. Okay. My, I will, I like yeah. to go to the, co- I used to get a beef burrito supreme, no beans, no tomatoes, extra sour cream, and a hard shell beef taco supreme, no tomatoes. Okay. Sometimes I would get the nachos bel grande, no beans, no tomatoes, extra beef, extra sour cream. doesn't matter. <laughs> 
I definitely don't eat like that now. And I wish I could sometimes because I'm talking about, but we got it. John said, okay, go ahead and order it. I, I'm just telling you, I don't think you're going to like Taco Bell anymore. And I thought, are you crazy? And it was not, it was not good. Now it came from Postmates. So I don't know if it just, but then I did it the one more time I did it after that, it was the same problem. I got uh, the nachos bel grande were all chips, no cheese. Where was my cheese? Oh no. I, it was just, everything was, it just wasn't, it didn't taste the way that I remember it used to. And so I don't know what to say. I, I agree. I agree well, with Amy Bell, who's who apparently does not own Taco Bell because she put this as her most overrated chain restaurant. And right now I agree with her based on my most recent experience. Well, maybe that's a blessing, you know, maybe you're like it's like you've full closure on your Taco Bell passion. I never we didn't have a Taco Bell in my hometown. So I I was never a Taco Bell girl. It never called. I was like, meh, I don't know. But the only thing I'd always get was nachos bel grande. And I like how the sour cream looked like it, they squoze it out of a ketchup <laughs> bottle. Just a couple, couple zigzags around the chips. And that's their I was flair, Mary. For something mm-hmm. else. Yeah, that's, it was nice. The, it was nice. Putting their Bobby, Bobby Flay on it right there with their little presentation flair. I want it. Okay. Have you ever been to a Cheesecake Factory? Yes. Um, what are your, I mean, it's fine. I've, yeah, I mean, it's fine. fine. I've never even, I've never even ordered the cheesecake to be honest with you. I don't, I, 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 I don't think I have. No, either. it's more what I like a cheesecake factory. It's usually next to a movie theater is in my neighborhood. Yes. You can get some spinach yes. dip. You can get, you can get a salad. You can be reasonable if you want. Right. I've never felt very passionate one way or the other about a cheesecake factory. Have you? No, other than um, they do have. And again, I feel like I've been on a, a diet, which explains why I've battled my weight my whole life. But um, I do like that. They do have some lighter options on the menu. And I like that. Um, I hate that the menu is the size of a phone book, as it says. But also, I would like I know when I go there what I'm getting. I'm not like, oh, what's it going to be today? All of the porterhouse. You know what I mean? It's like you just you know what you're getting when you go there. Some apps. Well, that's funny. It does say maybe we should have done this with a couple others. But the reason some of the reasoning I didn't. It says um, that there's nothing on the menu that seems healthy or edible. How do you get over a thousand calories into a mediocre salad? See, in my mind, there was something. See, sometimes I, when I order a salad though, because I did order, grow up in, in a place where usually cheese and bacon came on your salad automatically. And then I moved to California and just got a mixed green salad and just looked at everyone like they were insane. What, (laughs) where, where's the cheese and bacon? Why does this have a shredded carrot and a tomato on top of it? (laughs) What? So I guess. Uh, it's possible that I've never noticed that a cheesecake factory didn't have the healthiest options because I just went, Ooh, salad. And then probably ate something awful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I also attribute the fact that I didn't grow up near a cheesecake factory. So it was like fancy by the time I was like, you know, living in a big city, it's like, Oh, the cheesecake factory. (laughs) Like I'm pretty sure some people, that I know would get dressed up to go there. But I I actually, if I was going to put a bow on this, this convo, at, and my favorite one is the last oh. one. Oh, Chili's. 
<sighs> chilies. No. Oh, I no, I agree with you. I something about chilies gives me mm. memories. It gives me mm-hmm. joy. It gives me a reminder that there's not one really near me. Although I think there was one a few not too far away at one point. I believe Chris Frangelo, my friend. Some about a lot of you, I'm sure, know him and listen to his very funny podcast, Cover to Cover. Um, he and I actually met there one time at a Chili's to watch a game or something. And I was so excited to get boneless wings. Oh. And their queso. Damn it. The queso. The queso. The queso. But the queso with the meat in it? Oh, or no? yeah. The regular. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying not to eat as much meat. Right. But then and also maybe tomorrow. But, oh. <laughs> Those, the queso and the chips, and then they're always so nice. They'll give you more chips because you know you're going to need more chips. Yeah. I mean, that queso, that that queso breaks a chip. That queso is heavy. It is. And it, okay, let's see what this, the the person that overrated it, Jeremy Brown, he says, uh, it promises classic American food with a Southwestern Tex-Mex fifth twist. <laughs> However, a lot of the entrees are bland and devoid of any flavor. How dare you? Maybe you never had the queso. He says, the beef side of things, steak is often cooked one way and served with uh, beef jerky level toughness. Well, that's most chain restaurants, isn't it? For it to be overall, most massive ones, right? The big chains. I know there's some some good ones, obviously. But the ones that are, usually nobody's back there, you know checking the temperature, making sure it comes out nice and juicy for you. I just don't think that's what you're looking for. (laughs) My favorite thing in the world. So I have to say Chili's is a guilty pleasure. It's in the town where Mark grew up. It's it's when we go home to visit my mom. And it's like it's it's all it's dependably mediocre and wonderful at the same time. You know what you're getting. And I'll never forget, like early on when we were dating, I I I remember I'm so needy. I think I was like, what is it that you like about me? Or somebody was like, he's like, you have slider passion like no one I've ever met before. <laughs> and I, I, a slider makes my nipples hard. The idea anywhere I go, if they have a slider on the menu, I don't care what kind it is. I love a slider and the sliders from Chili's are always, again, dependably mediocre yet delicious and it's exactly what you know what you're signing up for. And sometimes that's all I want. I first of all, that's a that's a button and a bow put on a podcast if I've ever heard one. Just <laughs> just a passionate, Boom. just a passionate mm-hmm. way to close the chapter on this fun hour plus together. Um mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening. And if you're new here, thank you for joining us. Don't forget about our Patreon, $7 a month for an episode every Sunday. Come see both of us live, sarahcolona.com and Mary Radzinski, R-A-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I.com. I I don't know why I'm reading everything as if I'm an ad giver. Yeah. Um, And we have merch coming very soon. That's how I'm putting it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Very I'm soon. Very excited yeah, about that. Yeah, it's really good. Very soon. So follow us on Are You My Podcast on Instagram. Um, join our Facebook page, Are You My Podcasters. And um, that stuff will be available soon in one or two or all of yes. those places. And don't forget to be here Ugh. every Thursday. Be here. Thanks, Kuda. Bye. Bye. Are You My Podcast? 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 
are you my podcast. 